This is Foothill Family Church with Mike Webb. Building strong, spirit-filled lives through God's Word. The year of Jubilee is the ultimate reset. Whatever has been lost is restored. Whatever is owed is forgiven. It's the law. It's what Jesus is anointed to preach. In other words, he's saying that I've been anointed by the Holy Ghost. There's a supernatural power of God available to tell you that restoration is yours. That restoration is yours. Now, he's in his own hometown of Nazareth where he's preaching these things and they don't receive it. They think they know him naturally. They saw him grow up there and so forth and so they don't accept what he has to say so he's not able to do anything of great importance there in his own hometown. But notice it says uh, a little bit further down, he went down to Capernaum, verse 31, and then he went out of the synagogue and healed certain people. But notice it says uh, in verse 43, he said unto them, I must preach the kingdom. The people wanted him to stay there. I'd be part of that crowd. Jesus, don't leave our town, stay here. But Jesus answered and said unto them, I must preach the kingdom of God. I must preach the kingdom of God. Well, we have to understand then, we have to conclude that the preaching that he did in the earlier part of the chapter in Nazareth that we just read that he was anointed by the Holy Ghost to do has to be considered to be preaching the kingdom of God. So he says, I must go, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also, for therefore am I sent. In other words, Jesus is saying, I am sent to preach the kingdom of God everywhere that I go, just like I was preaching the kingdom of God in Nazareth. And again, we see that the preaching of the kingdom of God was the declaration, the proclaiming that God wants his will to be done here on the earth, just like it is in heaven. Now, folks, that's true for you. That's true in your life. And any part of your life that doesn't measure up to how the Bible tells us it will be in heaven can and should be adjusted, changed, altered to fit God's will for you in heaven. Literally, Matthew chapter 16, verse 19, where it says, And I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Literally what that means is this. Whatever has been bound in heaven, you have the right and the authority to bind here on the earth. Whatever has been loosed in heaven, you have the right and the ability to to loose here on the earth. It's saying heaven has set the boundaries you can establish those same boundaries for yourself on the earth. Now, you don't have to. I hear a lot of people loosen the power of the devil in their lives. And you have a right to do that. Because the Bible says whatever you bind on earth or whatever you loose on the earth, that's the way it's going to be. Now, look with me over to Matthew chapter, I'm sorry, uh, Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4 establishes some kingdom principles. And when Jesus said, I'll give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, he's literally saying, I'll make you masters. I'll make you masters based on the knowledge that Jesus is the Christ. 
and the sacrifice that he made for mankind. He said that's the the basis or the foundation for making you a master of the principles that govern the kingdom of God. You can be a master of the principles that govern God's will being done in your life here on the earth just like it's done in heaven. And nobody's worried about the, the devil stopping the will of God from working in heaven, are they? Nobody would imagine or assume that the devil has the power to stop the will of God from occurring in heaven, would we? Well, then if, the will of, if it's the will of God for his will to be done here on the earth in your life now, just like it is in heaven, why should we give the devil any more power or influence or part of our thought life to be able to stop the will of God here on the earth? There's only one difference between heaven and earth, and that is the devil is here on the earth. But according to what the Bible is telling us, according to what Jesus preached and proclaimed, the devil doesn't have any more right or power to stop God's will from being here on the earth in your life, just like it is and will be in heaven. That has to be true, does it not? Now, Mark chapter 4. Jesus tells the parable of the sower sowing the word. After everybody is gone, the crowd's gone, the disciples come to him and said, we want to know what this means. Verse 11, and Jesus answered them and said, unto you it is given to know the mystery. Most translations say secret. Unto you it is given to know the secret of the kingdom of God. Unto you, the followers of Jesus, the ones that stuck with him because they believed that he was the Christ. Unto you, it's given to know the mysteries or the secrets of the kingdom of God. Well, that sounds a lot like Matthew 16. I'll give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and you'll be masters over those principles that govern it. And you'll have authority to bind and loose here on the earth. Jesus said, unto you, it's, not, it's known, it's given to, be, to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven. Now, what are those secrets or the secret that he mentions here. He's talking about a principle that governs God's will being done in your life. He says there's a secret to knowing how to get God's will, how to manifest God's will in your life here on the earth, just like it is in heaven. That's what the kingdom of God means, isn't it? That's what Jesus said. So Jesus begins to explain the parable. Verse 14, he said, The sower sows the word. And these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. And these are they likewise which were sown on stony ground, who when they have heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness and have no root or literally no moisture in themselves. The ground has no moisture. And so endure but for a time. Afterward, when affliction or persecution arises for the word's sake, Immediately they are offended. And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word. And the cares of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches, and the lust of other things entering in, choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. And these are they which are sown on good ground, which such as hear the word, and receive it, and bring forth fruit, some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundred. Now, folks, very simply, Jesus is saying the secret 
to the kingdom of God is, very, is this. And this is as simple as I know how to make it. The secret to the kingdom of God, the principle that governs the kingdom of God, the will of God being done in your life here on the earth, just like it is in heaven, is just simply this. Speak the word. Speak the word. Speak the word. Speak the word when there's an opportunity to be distracted. Speak the word when you're in trouble. Speak the word when people tell you that faith stuff doesn't work. Speak the word when you're busy with other things. Speak the word when you have to make a living. Speak the word when anything and everything else comes up. Speak the word. Now, if you look at the things Jesus said, the affliction arises, that's trouble. That's what causes some people to stop speaking the word. He says persecution arises for the word's sake. That's people telling you you're nuts for trying to confess something that you can see isn't the case. That's a distraction that gets some people to give up. Then when he talks about the the thorny ground, he talks about the cares of this world. Well, we've all got things that we've got to attend to. We've all got responsibilities. But Jesus is very simply saying, don't let those responsibilities, don't let those other things that you have to take care of keep you from speaking the word. Don't get distracted by the things of this world, the cares of this world, to such a degree that you stop speaking the word. Well, what about the deceitfulness of riches? Some people pursue money instead of the things of God. Remember, Jesus said, seek first his kingdom and all these things shall be added to you. All these things that he's talking about in Matthew 6.33 where he says that are financial things. He says the blessings of God will overtake you if you'll seek first the kingdom of God. Well, some people get it out of order. Some people start chasing the money or the prosperity, the well-being, whatever it is, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to define it as. And it keeps them from speaking the word. And folks, there's always going to be some gimmick, some scheme, some new thing that you should try. According to the advertising, at least. But Jesus is very simply saying, the ground that produces doesn't let that distract them. They keep speaking the word. Finally, he says, the lust of other things causes some people to give up. Giving up meaning giving up on speaking the word. Some people begin to desire other things more than they desire the word. Now, this is a, this is a tough part, for me at least, as a pastor. Because you see so many people that fail to receive. And then they come up with these, these questions about, well, we don't know why this happened. We don't know why God let this happen. We don't know why God allowed this. We don't know this, that, and the other. And they enter into this big confusion thing about why things happened. And I've yet to find somebody that really put the word of God first that comes in to that place. I've been questioned hundreds of times about why not everybody gets healed. Well, the Bible says God sent his word and healed people. And most of the Christians that I know of, particularly the ones that have the questions, are trying to get healed in any and every way other than the word. And that's tough. 
Because what do you do? You can't look somebody in the face and say, well, your problem is you didn't put the word first. Well, I'm just not that cold. That may be a surprise to you. (laughs) So you try to say it in a nice way. You try to talk about the goodness of God and God's willingness and to, to help and bless and heal people. But in the final analysis, it, it really comes down to one thing. And that is the ground that produces are the ones that speak the word no matter what. And that's the secret that governs the kingdom of God. Or we could say it this way, that governs the will of God being done here in your life on the earth, just like it is in heaven. That's the secret to speak the word no matter what. The wrath of God was poured out upon Jesus during the time that he was in the heart of the earth. Jesus was born again and he was raised from the dead. The Bible says he was raised from the dead when you were justified, when you were declared righteous. In other words, the price was paid and God said, that's enough. Mankind is declared righteous because of the sacrifice of my son. Now there's only one thing left to do, and that is to accept what he's done for you. Hi, I'm Chip Kimmick, one of the associate pastors here at Foothill Family Church. I wanted to take this time to invite you to come celebrate Easter with us here at Foothill Family on Sunday, April 16th. Enjoy some fellowship, worship, and a message by Pastor Mike about the hope that Jesus has brought us. Come join our family on Easter Sunday. Foothill Family Church is in Orange County at the corner of Bake Parkway and Lake Forest Drive. We'll have two services on Easter Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. To learn more about how you and your family can connect with Foothill Family Church, simply log on to mikeweb.tv. Foothill Family Church, building strong, spirit-filled lives through God's Word. Now, a lot of people speak the Word because they're trying it out. The Word does not work by trying. But a lot of people are trying the Word. And if it doesn't work over a certain period of time that they think is enough time for it to work, then they quit. Well, folks, that's what Jesus is saying is the secret. The secret is don't quit. The secret is to speak the word no matter what. Let me ask you a question. How long was Jonah in the the belly of the fish? No, that's not the answer. What you said is true, but the answer is longer than he wanted to be. Now, you may be looking at your situation and saying, man, if my situation, if my affliction was just three days, I'd have it made. But Jonah didn't like any one of those three days. Any more than you like however long it's been for you or I like however long it's been for me. It always takes longer than we think it should or that we want it to. Always. So you might as well just gear up. Put your big boy pants on. And realize that the secret is don't quit. Now notice what Jesus said also. He didn't stop there. He kept talking about the kingdom of God. Notice some other things that he said. He said in verse 24, take heed what you hear. Hearing has a lot to do with whether or not you're going to give up. Take heed what you hear. With what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you. And unto you that hear shall more be given. For he that hath to him shall be given, and he that hath not from him shall be taken even that which he has. 
In other words, he's talking about your attention to the word. He's saying the attention you give to the word of God will determine your results. Which is the summary of the whole parable. The good ground doesn't give up. The good ground attends to the word by continuing to speak it and water it. The good ground doesn't let the cares of this world distract him from speaking. And speaking what God says. The good ground doesn't let riches, the deceitfulness of riches, distract him or keep him from speaking the word. The good ground doesn't allow any of the other cares of this world or desires for other things. Stop him from speaking the word of God. Now, what determines whether or not you shall speak the word of God? Well, ultimately, it comes down in the final analysis, it comes down to your will. But quite simply, you say what you hear. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. What you hear the most is what you'll speak. So if you give attention to the word and take heed what you hear and make sure that you're hearing the word first and foremost, that means you're going to be ready to speak the word in every situation. Jesus goes on and says some more things about the kingdom of God. Notice in verse 26, and he said, so is the kingdom of God as if a man should cast seed into the ground. Now remember, the sower sows the word. So when Jesus is talking about casting seed into the ground, he's talking about speaking the word. So is the kingdom of God as if a man should cast seed into the ground. Let's say it this way. Let's define what he means. The ground he's talking about is the hearts of the people. The seed is the word. So let's interchange those meanings. So is the kingdom of God where the will of God is done in your life here on the earth just like it is in heaven. So is the kingdom of God as if a man should speak the word into his own heart and should sleep and rise night and day, which means it's not going to be an instant result, and should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed, the word that he's spoken, should spring and grow up, he knoweth not how. For the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself. Now, the earth he's talking about here is the heart of man. Remember, the spirit of or the kingdom of God is within you, it's within your spirit by virtue of the new birth. So he's saying spiritual things produce. Just like the earth brings forth fruit of itself, first the blade, then the ear, and after that the full corn in the ear. But when the fruit is brought forth, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. Now, the harvest he's talking about is the result of the word that you're speaking. You see that, don't you? Now, let me ask you a question. What does the devil come to, to, to and use against you to keep you from speaking the word? He tries to make you think the word's not going to work because of you. You're unworthy. You've messed up. You've sinned. You've done something wrong. Here's the question. Does any seed that you plant in the ground, I'm talking about corn, tomatoes, whatever, whatever you plant in the ground, does any seed qualify you before it decides to grow? Do you have to prove your worth at the store when you buy the seed? Oh, I'm sorry, you can't buy corn. You're not good enough for that. <laughs> seed is seed. Seed produces for anybody. 
on an equal level assuming it's planted in equal ground. But the devil doesn't talk to you about that. He talks to you about you. He talks to you about why it won't work for you. And then he'll challenge the word. He'll challenge you as to whether or not you really think that this is going to work. Confessing abundance when your bank book says zero and less. So notice what he does. He questions the value or the worth of the sower. And he questions the value or the the potency, the power of the seed. Now the seed is from God. Can God's word, and remember we're sowing the word by speaking it into our hearts. Can the word ever be impotent? If it came from God, I don't see how that's possible. And since the, the sower doesn't have anything to do with the growth of the seed, his only job is to plant it by speaking it into his heart. Then why should either one of those attacks of the enemy hinder us when we know the secret to the kingdom? And see, folks, that's the key. The key is to know the secret. And the secret is don't give up no matter what. And Jesus is very simply saying just like the earth produces natural crops, no matter what they are, no matter what you plant, he's saying the kingdom of God will produce God's will in your life here on the earth just like it is in heaven no matter what. You don't even have to know how it works. So just go to sleep every night speaking the word. Wake up every morning speaking the word. If you don't have a harvest by the end of the day, then just keep speaking the word when you go to bed again. If you don't have a harvest by the next morning, then keep speaking the word during the day. Keep speaking the word until the harvest comes. Because it will always come. That's what Jesus is saying. He's saying it'll work every time. It'll work every time. The secret that will make you a master of the kingdom of God is keep speaking the word. I like what that uh, video said that uh, uh, David Romick said in Columbia at the youth conference. He said, heaven is voice activated. Did you catch that? I love that. Heaven is voice activated. Heaven is voice activated. The power of God to change things in your life is voice activated. The kingdom of God, the will of God being done in your life here on the earth just like it is in heaven is voice activated. That's why the secret is to keep speaking the word. But how long, Pastor Mike, till you get a harvest? I don't want to take a chance on quitting the day before my harvest comes. Do you? I'm convinced that there are people that give up just before the answer comes. David's greatest test was 24 hours before he became the king of Israel. He was discouraged, ready to give up, but he encouraged himself in the Lord and asked the Lord what to do, and the Lord told him, and the next day he became king. 
I wonder how many people would have given up right there. Well, I'm not going to be one of them. How about you? Here's the secret to the kingdom of God. Under you, it's given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. Keep speaking the word. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, no matter what trouble comes, no matter what anybody else says, no matter whatever else is going on in your life, what you have to attend to, what you have to take care of, keep speaking the word. That's the principle that if you can master that, you'll be a master of the whole of the kingdom of God. God wants it to be here now on the earth in your life just like it is in heaven. That's what Jesus paid the price for. He didn't pay the price for you to be free spiritually but bound physically. Or free spiritually but bound financially. He didn't pay the price for all of mankind. For the devil to hold you in bondage or to resist you in any way whatsoever. I said resist. We can't pray and do away with the devil's presence. But we can refuse to be influenced by him here. We can refuse his power to stop the truth of the word from being a reality in our lives. Do you understand what I mean by that? That's the way God wants it to be. And that's the way the Bible says the church will be when Jesus comes back. Jesus is waiting for the last of his enemies to be put underfoot. Well, that doesn't mean he has work left to do. His work's finished, and that's why he's seated at the right hand of God. That means the church has a work to do. To come to the realization, the understanding of who we are in Christ. And to put the devil under our feet. Now, positionally, it's already been done. But practically, we've got some work left to do. But thank God we're on the way. But there's a secret to making that happen. You know what it is? Speak the word. Speak the word. Speak the word. Amen. Let's all stand. I feel like in some ways I'm going over the same things again and again and again. But maybe that's good. Maybe we need to keep going over it until we finally get it. Amen. Lift your hand toward heaven and say this after me. I have been delivered from the power of darkness and placed into the kingdom of God. In that kingdom, it is the will of God for everything that's in heaven to be a reality for me now here in the earth. Healing. Prosperity, Prosperity. freedom, Freedom. every aspect aspect of heaven heaven. is available to me now. now. And I declare declare by the word of God God that it is so. so. Thank you, Father, Father. for making it so. so. In Jesus' name, name. amen. One of the first things that God requires of us when we come into his family is to renew our minds to the word of God. That means to find out from God's word who we are in Christ and what he's purchased for us through his sacrifice. Thanks for watching today. Come visit us at Foothill Family Church. This is Foothill Family Church with Mike Webb. 
the kingdom of God will produce God's will in your life here on the earth, just like it is in heaven, no matter what. You don't even have to know how it works. The secret that will make you a master of the kingdom of God is keep speaking the word. Join us Sundays at 9.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Visit us online at mikeweb.tv. Foothill Family Church, building strong, spirit-filled lives through God's Word.